0: Okay, so we're going to go through the mimer one time on page Chav Gimel and I'm just going to do it in English the first time and after we learn the first time then uh, we'll go into, into more depth I heard the previous Rebbe said that learning a mimer le- means doing learn it three times the first time you learn the general subject, what it's about the second time you learn what each paragraph contributes and the third time you learn what each line contributes that's maybe for professional Jews not learn in a professional way, but uh, I think it is is helpful to let's go through it one time and to get a feel of it. Let's let's, 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 let's try to do that. It says in the Torah, regarding the argument of Koyrach against Moshe Bin. it says in the Medrash, brought down in Rashi. Excuse me. The Koyrach disagreed with Moshe. About Mesh's leadership and also about the mitzvah of Tzitzis. Because he said that a talus that is made completely out of Tchelus, completely dyed with Tchelus, is exempt from Tzitzis, which is opposite of the law, the halacha, that even a talus which is completely dyed with Tchelus, we are obligated to put Tzitzis on it. Uh, and Kerr claimed that it's is it possible that if the talus is, has, is made of a, of a different color. One string of t'cheles still exempts it. So certainly, if the talus is made completely out of t'cheles, for sure, it should not need to have t'cheles. So just like this is true for the t'cheles, so too is it true for the Jewish people. The Jewish people do not need to have a meishe So it says in Chud-a-Tera that the argument of k'erach, according to the deeper meaning, and the relationship of his argument that he was opposed to Aaron being the King Godel. And he claimed that he deserved to be the Kayin Godel. As, as, as is connected also to the fact that he argued about the tzitzis as well. His argument against Aaron is connected to his argument about the of tzitzis. Because when Mashiach will come, the Leviyim, whose divine source, is from the sphere of gvura they will become kayanim, whose divine source is from the midst of chesed. Because then when Mashiach will come, the level of Gvura, which is now in the order of the spiritual cosmos, lower than chesed, Gvura, which is about concealment, is lower than chesed, when Mashiach will come, it will be considered the more important. And chesed and kindness will be considered uh, secondary to Gvura. And therefore Koirach wanted now as well that the Gevura, the sphere of Gevura, should be the main thing and Chesed should be secondary. Because Koirach, who was the son of Yitzchel, the son of Kahas, who was the son of Levi, Levi, he, he VMR from the sphere of Gevura, and therefore he was against iron being the Kohen Gadol because Kahuna has a relationship to kindness, as is known, according to Kabbalah and Chassidus, that a Kohen, is called a man of kindness. So iron so instead wanted that the gv should be the main thing. And this is the reason why he claimed that a fatal is completely died, died with tchelis, and should be exempt from having a string of tzitzis made of tchelis. because why what was the connection? I know you already had a salsa so I also in the morning the, body, the body. Ah, wow. Okay. And this is the reason why Kira claimed that a talis which is completely died of Thailas should be exempt of having a string of Thylis, a string of tsis made of treilis, because tchilas is related to the sphere of Gvura. Unlike the white strings of the, the tzitzis, which are connected to chesed, the kindness, tchelis is associated with gvurah. And since, according to Kirch's perspective, most important thing is gvurah, and chesed is secondary, so therefore, the strings of the tzitzis, which are strings of the tzitzis represent the divine flow, they are, they are the uh, the strings of of the tzitzis which come out of the out of the talis. Are associated with the divine flow of kindness, and even the strings of tchelos, which we said earlier that they're collected to gvura, and and if so, it would be it would seem that that they, we should have tchelos, even even though uh, even according to Kerach, because it's gvura isn't Kerach and Tgvura, uh, but Kerach said that we don't have need we don't have a need for the strings of tchelos, because. This is similar to the idea of the light of kindness in the vessel of Gvurah, which means the although we're talking about Gvuda, but the kind the strings are associated with kindness and the, and the divine flow. Because the string is associated with the divine flow. So this is the divine flow of kindness, the way it comes in the vessels of guruda. So it's explained in Kabbalah Siddhis that when the lights of Hashem go in the the vessels in general every light goes in the vessel which is associated with it light of kindness and the vessel of kindness light of of Gvurah and the vessel of of Gvurah and so too with all the spheres but sometimes there's a situation where the lights get switched around in the language of Kabbalah and so through the, the when there's divine flow which of revelation that is then contracted, that's referred to in Kabbalah as the light of chesed in the vessel of Gvura, because the purpose of these concealment, the purpose of these contractions, is in order that the divine flow should be able to be received by the recipient. So although the the Gvura is the Kali, the Gvura, the restraint, the concealment is the Kali, but the Light, the inner meaning, the goal is chesed. So the light means the inner purpose and the vessel means the way it comes out. So oh, since in the end is, that this is a divine flow of chesed, Kairach maintained that a talus, which is completely dyed with tcheles, which is associated with gvura does not even need the strings of tcheles. And the altar concludes the Kutatera, that the truth is that Koirach made a mistake b'reya. This is the altar is using a language of uh, Melitza, uh, of prose, which means that he made a mistake about something which is obviously clear to the eyes of all. It's based upon a pasuk in Yeshaya, and what and the what, what the the uh, this pasuk means, mean shog that as Mtsuz explains, they they made a mistake about something which is obvious, like a drunken person that who does not agree to something that he could see with his eyes. So, the truth is, Kaira claimed that Gvura should be completely above Chesed. Gvura is the main thing, Chesed is secondary. So, he made a mistake about something which is obvious. Because this idea that Gvura should be the main thing, I know the Zev is very into Gvura on Monday morning. Okay. This idea that Gvura should be the main thing, the next page, that cannot happen. Gvura will only be the main thing. The restraint, the concealment, can only be the main thing, that can't happen until all of the sparks are refined from evil and elevated to Gdusha. Then, when all the sparks of holiness are elevated from Klippan, brought to Gdusha, then the eight Ahara too, which comes from gvura which gvura, uh is the source for the opposite of goodness, because of the great concealment of godliness, that's why it's possible for there to be the opposite of good, the Sahara So Mashiach will come when the, when the refinement is finished, the Sahara who comes from Gvuda will be transformed to be very good. As Hashem said, when he created the Sahara this is something which is very good. That's when the, there's a transformation. However, now, when we haven't yet refined all the sparks, I been saying this in 1965, but said, the amount of sparks necessary to be refined from Sheik is long long, long done. Anyway, so what before this has happened, from the Gevura, there could be nourishment to the opposite of holiness. And therefore, in our times, Chesed is the main thing. And the Gevura needs to be subservient to Chesed. And therefore, the halacha is that even if a talus is completely made out of the Gevura, it has to have the strings of tzitzis, it has to have Chesed. So in addition to the fact that because Kerech was from Levi, which is associated, which the tribe of Levi is associated with Gvura, therefore he claimed that we do not need to have the strings which represent a divine flow of kindness. He was against the whole idea of the strings that tzitzis completely, all strings of tzitzis, because they are the strings of the tzitzis are only a minuscule divine flow. In compared to the, to the to the garment. There's the strings that sits this, and there's the garment of the talus. So the, the divine flow of the strings that sits this are minuscule compared to the makif, to the transcendent light of the, of the, of the talus. As, as the, explained to the Kudatera, about the mitzvah of shaving the hair off, the um, uh, why the levim had to shave all their hair off. The, because the levim, are from the love of Gvura, which Gvura is about concealment and contraction. Therefore, we, what we need is that there should not be a, they should not have hair. What that means is that since there's is already, uh, there is already associated with contraction, so if there's a, the idea of hair is that there's a, a another contraction, that there's a, um, the, the hair is, is a part of the body which has very little divine energy, little, very little energy there. a period. And therefore, when the hair is cut off, a person does not feel any pain. So to the, the analog of in singalliness, the divine flow, which is called hair, is a very minuscule amount of divine energy. So, symptom to something which is already contracted is dangerous, <coughs> is, is damaging. That, that could cause there to be a divine flow to the opposite of hominess. on top of Gvura, could cause, a, could cause nourishment to the opposite of wholeness. And therefore, Korach claimed that we do not need at all to have hair, and we do not need at all to have the strings of tzitzis, because according to the claim of Korach, we should completely with, withhold hold from a minuscule amount of divine energy, and that's what Meshire responded to him, that this is the way things are supposed to be according to the will of Hashem, that in order for there to be a lofty, a higher kind of revelation to be revealed in this world, it cannot be unless there's hair, unless there's strings. Only when this infinite light is contracted and becomes limited, is it possible for it to shine in this world. And if not, the world can't handle the revelation. Karech was saying, no, there should be revelation without any contraction. But according to what we learned earlier, that the argument of Karech, was because he wanted, even now, even before the refinement is done, he wanted the Gvura to be the main thing, he wanted the, 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 the concealment of Galamis, to be the main sphere and the Chesed should be secondary to Gvura. so we need to understand, why was Koerach opposed, not only to the Aaron being the Koyen Gadol, which iron is associated with Chesed, if that makes sense, he's against Chesed, but why was he also against Moshe Rabbeinu, who was a king? The idea of a king is Gvura. A king rules with power and, and dominion, makes decrees against the people. So Keirach should have supported the kingdom of Mesha Rabbeinu, and why was he also against the kingdom of Mesha? In fact, he's against Aaron, because he's against Chesed. But Mesha is a king, king is associated with Gvurah. Why was Keirach against Mesha? We also need to understand in the claim of Keirach regarding the talus, which is completely colored, colored with Tehlas, seemingly his claim that we do not at all need hair. We do not at all need the strings of tzitzis because we don't. Because there is a deficiency. When there is a divine flow which is limited, that, could also, that problem could also be with a talus which, has, which is completely white. He should maintain that even if the talus is completely white, it also shouldn't have tzitzis. It also shouldn't have a tiny kind of revelation coming out of the tzitzis. Why did Kerach say that there's no um, need for the strings of tzitzis, specifically if the talas has died with tzitzis? He didn't say the same thing if the talas has died white. It, it, that that also sh- should also have been, again, the contraction of the, the minuscule re- revelation that comes down in the strings of the tzitzis, bec- whether or not the talos is white or tzitzis. So understand this by first prefacing what is explained in other places. Uh, uh, in, there was said in other talks In other sikhas About the claim of Kairach. Kairach said All the people are holy And why should you exalt yourself Over the congregation of Hashem Kairach's claim Was not About leadership in general Especially because The 250 people who accompanied Kairach In his argument They themselves were leaders So Kairach though, it Does not make sense to say That Kairach and his group were against leadership at all. Rather, his opposition, his argument was only about about exalt being exalted in holy matters. For example, he was exa- against the exaltedness of Arin that says about Arin that he was holy of holies. So Kehirach said, "We're all holy. Why do we need to have? An ex- why do we need within holiness itself for there to be another level of holiness?" That was his claim. He was okay with there being people who are holy, but once someone's, why should there be a separation within holiness itself? And according to this, Kairach's claim, why should there should be exaltedness and holiness. He was not against exaltedness in general. He was not against the idea of hierarchy in general. Just he was against having a hierarchy and a separation within holiness. We could explain, according to this, why Kairach was opposed, not only against Aaron, who was from Chesed, and we understand that Kairach who was from Gvura wanted Gvura to be the main thing. More it should be more important than Chesed, as we learned earlier. He was against the iron being the King Adal, but is also against Meisha. Although Mesha was from Gvura, Mesha was, was a king. So why would Kerach be against Meisha? But, but when Kerach's whole thing is, is about Gvura, Meisha is also exhibiting Gvura. Mesha is a king. Because the argument of Kerach against the monarchy of Meisha was not because of the very idea of sovereignty. Because if that would be the case, then we would actually wonder why would care be against it? Rather, it's because in sovereignty and self, Maisenno is a has, is, is, his holiness is a separation, his exaltedness is associated with a sep- in, with the separation within holiness. In other words, just like iron, we said, he is holy of holies. So too, this is true regarding the holiness of Meenno. A proof of this is as it, that, that it says that a king is anointed with the Sheminah Mishcha, the special oil that you anoint the Kohen Godel, you anoint also the king. So, anointing someone with oil is connected to holiness. And therefore, that's why the Kohenim were anointed with special oil, and that's why the vessels, of the base of English, were anointed with this oil. As the Torah says at length about how all the, all the vessels in the temple were anointed with oil. So, since the, since the monarchy, of Moshe was associated with, the, with him being holier than everybody else. So although Malchus, although sovereignty is associated with Gvura because of the Kedusha, so Karech was okay with Moshe having Gvura him being a monarch, he, the, the rulership, that, that's okay. Karech was okay with that Gvura But because of the holiness in Moshe's uh, sovereignty, which holiness is associated with Chesed, because holiness is, so, it, it, which, which it, it, you know, Moshe Rabbeinu's sovereignty is associated with, with chesed, which is about revelation. Therefore, Karech was against it because Karech wanted the gvur to, main, to be the main thing and to completely hold back and contract all divine flow from Kedusha. There should not be any revelation and divine flow of Kedusha. And Moshe Rabbeinu's sovereignty is associated with revelation, which comes from his holiness. And according to this, we could explain why Kirch's claim that we do not need the strings of tzitzis was against specifically a talus which was dyed with tzitzis and not a talus which is white because the tzitzis the, the colored strings of tzitzis is similar to a, an additional level of holiness within holiness itself. That these strings are holier than the other strings. That's what Kirch was against. He was not against exaltedness in general, he was against making a separation within holiness. However, the white strings of the tzitzis, which are about a, a, a small amount of divine flow coming out of the talus, that's just similar to exaltedness in general. And that Kerich was okay with. Kerich was okay with exaltness. He was against separation within holiness. What's the difference between tcheles and, and the color white? Tcheles is a unique color. And it's very expensive, unlike the white dye of the, the, or the white color of the wool, which is common and it's not so expensive. And Therefore, the Talmud says that there were those who, uh, who cheated and they would switch the color of techeles with kola ilon. Rashi says there was a sh- color that was similar to techeles. And Hashem says he wants specifically techeles, which is expensive, which comes from the blood of the chelazin fish. And, uh, and, and the chalaz and fish only comes out of the ocean once in 70 years. So people would switch it with something else, another kind of dye. You can also see from Rashi, Rashi says in the conclusion of the parsha of Tzitzis, it says, I am Hashem, took you out of Egypt. And Rashi explains, Hashem mentions that he took us out of Egypt specifically, and he gives us the of tzitzis, because Hashem wants to tell us, I was the one who was able to tell who was born as a firstborn and who was not born as a firstborn. And I will, in the future, uh, pay back or give consequence to someone who puts this other dye called in their, in their garment and claim that it's that it's uh, it's a, The similar teaching, where it says about ribis that... Um, the said, "How come Hashem mentions when He's telling us the law of interest? How come Hashem is mentioning the they took us out of Egypt when He tells us the law of of, uh, of ribbis? And how come Hashem mentions it by tzitzis? And how come Hashem mentions He took us out of Egypt when He tells us about having false weights and scales? So Hashem says says, says Rava, I am the one who's able to tell who was a firstborn who was not a firstborn. I am the one who is going to give retribution to someone." who gives money to a non-Jew and asks the non-Jew to, to, to lend money to the Jew with interest and thus somehow get out of this uh, prohibition using a, some kind of ruse. And I am the one who is going to uh, pay back someone who pretends that his, his measures are, are, uh, are honest, but really he, put, he puts his measures and weights in salt. And I'm the one who is going to give retribution to someone who puts this other die in, st- in his thesis instead of the tchilts. So not only is the tcheles expensive, but more it has a unique sanctity. A proof of this is that they would specifically cover the vessels of the Mishkan with the, the garment of tcheles. However, the, color, the, the white wool was not so expensive. It was cheap, it was common, and it did not have any special sanctity. And that's the reason why nowadays we don't have tcheles, but we do have the white strings. Why? because the world, the way it is now, is in a lower level spiritually, and it cannot receive the higher level of sanctity that is connected to the level of t'cheles. But the holiness, the white strings of the tzitzis, is lower, and the world can handle that even nowadays. This understood, the commandment of Hashem, to put the white strings in the in the talus is not because there's a special value in those white strings, just like the talus itself by itself, the garment of the talus itself does not have any special unique unique quality, so to the white strings that Sitsis do not have intrinsically any value. And as long as these strings are by themselves and they're not attached to the talus, they have no virtue. And the whole mitzvah is to connect the strings of the talus. And therefore you cannot ask that a talus which is completely white should be exempt itself because the value of the white strings is not because they're white, and so therefore you cannot claim that this virtue is also is already in the talus itself without the strings, and therefore Karech didn't say, oh, the, the talus is already white, you shouldn't need to have the strings, because there's, there's no value in that itself. But regarding the techeles, Karech thought that the commandment of Hashem to put the techeles strings in the talus is because of the unique quality that's in tchelis, which has which is expensive and it has a high level of holiness. And therefore Kurah claimed that a talus which is completely made out of tchelis that has is, that is precious, that has holy, should exempt itself. And it should not need a string of tchelis outside of it. And that's why he also claimed why should you exalt yourself, Mesha Rabinu? That means that there should not be exaltedness within holiness itself. There should not be a special string of t'cheles, it's enough that we are all holy, that we're, we are all similar to a talus, which is completely dyed with t'cheles, and we do not need to have an additional exaltedness, uh, 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 we don't need anything else beyond this. And that's the end of the mimer. just wanted to go through it once to get a feel of the mimer. But Hashem, uh, we'll, God willing, we'll go into it from tomorrow and understand more what the mimer is saying. just wanted to get that general feel of it today. Have a great day, Chaim Peretz, great day Rebzev, great day Amy.